Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And the rubber chicken says, Even I know that this weather sucks. And hell, I'm just a rubber chicken. (laughs) Yes, you are. But you could probably become a meteorologist. You could do that instead of running for office. (laughs) Well, some other time we'll be discussing that because we've got to get on with Lewis Black's Rantcast number 49 entitled, if I may, taken from a a recent um, a petition, Jeff Bezos is an evil overlord, hellbent on global domination. And that seems apropos for this week. It certainly does with uh, one of the big news here on Sunday. And what bigger audience could you have on a Sunday morning after church than to watch the launching of the Richard Branson uh, spirit of whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and yes, siree. Uh, I was thinking of calling the Rancast news is supposed to be news, not a fucking commercial. But this applies even better, I think, because Jeff Bezos is a part of the the uh, the three billionaires space race, which I'm sure should be in the in when I went to school in the uh, the late fifties, early sixties, seventies. This would have been a I think somebody would have made a song out of it. Maybe somebody already has. It's probably on YouTube or TikTok or Flickmon or Fotmon. But uh, we haven't got time. We, it, it's unbelievable. This is because this is so good. There was 20,000 signatures and counting on a, a tongue-in-cheek, I'm not so sure, change.org petition calling the for the Amazon founder to be denied. Re-entry to Earth. He's leaving shortly. I think next week or a few days later after that, after his self-funded space flight next month, because he's an evil overlord, hell bent on global domination. Wow. Well, he was certainly an asshole. Um, instead of being kind of like, uh, you know, um, magnanimous uh, in uh, toward um, Richard Branson, who's got a Pretty good, I think, on the popularity scale. Branson seems to be 
the one who seems to be the most popular. Um, Musk maybe second. Bezos seems to be third, uh, possibly because of his uh, Amazon global domination thing. But uh, it's unbelievable uh, that these three guys are doing it. And 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 he was just kind of mean about mean spirited. You know, he's not. He's only going to make it to the edge of space. I'm really going to space. He went up in a kind of a converted plane. They launched it out today, I guess. I don't know if you saw it, uh, but I'm sure you will see it. I'm sure it's everywhere. It's on your phone, for fuck's sake. I'm sure it is. Um, it's everywhere. It will be everywhere. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, beyond news. It's a commercial for Virgin, for now Virgin Galactic, right? Virgin Records. Uh, there was a Virgin cruise ship line, Virgin Airlines, uh, Virgin Virgins. <laughs> Ver, a version of Virgin. It's unbelievable. And they couldn't uh, be more over the moon about it. Uh, Bezos is launching a rocket, I think, or something like that. I I don't do enough research on this and I haven't got the time. Um, I'm sure that, you know, uh, if one of you wants to send in something about it, it'll be fine by me and can explain. But I'm sure I'll know soon enough. Um, once they get finished with this commercial and they start the Jeff Bezos commercial, Elon Musk was there. That was very nice of him. Very nice of him to, to come down there. I mean, three billionaires. Three billionaires in a space race. Man, that's something if you'd asked me when I was uh, a kid, you know, would I foresee that? I'd go, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? No. We had just, NASA made it to the moon in 10 years. And that will still be one of the most astonishing things, uh, a promise has ever kept in my lifetime. Uh, President Kennedy said, we're going to get there in 10 years. And we got there in 10 years. And then somehow along the way, we decided, no, let's not let NASA do it. Even though a, a lot of the kind of the miniaturization of uh, the things we've got, the microchips, all of that kind of came out of that. Uh, and the, NASA did a, a remarkable job, I think. Um, it, it, we we stopped putting the money into it, so because we didn't want to tax people uh, like the people, so we could allow the, uh, the 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 folks to make so much money, so staggering amounts. The three people actually, three people actually, three men actually would have enough money to have their own space programs. Uh, there's a part of me I was uh, that, that, that thinks this is great because I feel that uh, leaving that program aside and, and kind of putting it to the wayside was a big fucking mistake um, because it was, some might've seen it as a distraction. I never did. I thought I saw it. And even though that I was not someone who had ever had any desire to go out there, I certainly saw it as an inspiration. Uh, an inspiration, uh, our uh, sense of discovery, our sense of exploration, of sense of want, wanting to know what's out there. It was a profound moment in time when I was sitting with my friend Rick Redkay in his, um, I believe in his basement, or and uh, watching uh, that uh, that moon landing. It was uh, utterly overwhelming, and and 
And then today, I don't know when I, they didn't really show them reaching the edge of space because I guess you got to pay the $250,000. And they couldn't say it enough. It's going to be Warner's rates for a whole thing for a thing. People will be able to go out, right? You know, of course, you have to have a lot of money, but then eventually people will be able to do it. And it was like, are you, come on, people. At this point in time, we, we can't even get, uh, we, can, we, we, we have trouble voting for enough to, to keep people fucking from uh, losing their, their homes, their, their, uh, you know, because they can't pay for their medical bills or because they can't pay for the home itself or what. And, and, but people have $250,000 just lying around. Huh? It was a commercial. That's what I found fucking disturbing. And I could sit here and argue it back and forth, back and forth. Because my part of me, part of my heart is with what they're doing, yes. And part of my heart is like, you know, my brain is like, well, you know, fucking fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Come on. We, we, we can't have this be, uh, you know, a, a government operation. We're such a great country. We're gonna be, no. Um, we're going to have this be a... Uh, a competition among people who who created huge fucking companies that they're somehow better equipped to do this. Fuck you. I don't believe it. They did it. Great. And I'm glad they did it. Yes. Should we be out there exploring? Yes. Um, but did it seem to be a commercial for Virgin Galactic? Yes. A chunk of the day. Very, you know, he's a brand. I mean, if that was what they were fucking saying. Nobody's branded themselves as well as Richard Branson has branded himself. He took a brand out, but he actually poked himself in the arm with the Virgin brand. Nobody has done that before. It's beyond, come on. You don't run it as it's news. So you talk about what it means since we, it's all conjecture. That's mostly what news is now. We don't have anything that we want to talk about that is actually fucking happening. So it's like, what does this all mean? Well, you, you know, it, it's a, uh, you can talk about what it might mean in terms of uh, the education of our children, in terms of the inspiration it might be, but not in terms of the fact that, boy, he runs a great operation. They must have said that 40 times, you know, on the three channels that I kept flipping between, you know? He runs the great operations, can be great. They come in early, this is from soup to nuts, it's perfect. This is where you want to be. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that when Jeff Bezos goes out there, and I'm sure they're going to cover it the same way. And it's all about now, you know, don't think it's, it, it doesn't have a profound effect on the Virgin, the Virgin brand, you know, Virgin pea soup, that'll be coming your way. Virgin, whatever, it's Virgin Whole Foods, you know, as he buys that out, as he and Bezos fight it out over who's the, the king of space. Um, and at this point in time, I mean, it's just such a weird time, too, for this to be happening. All right? In the midst of, 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 a, of, a, of, a, of a system that is kind of cracked, under the, the pressure of this pandemic, under the pressures that we are feeling. And, and airports are fucking, could you put some money into that? Huh? Out of your billions? Huh? Could we have done that? Could we have been prepared for the fact that we're going back out and flying? 
So the people maybe had some sort of, uh, you know, a larger security guard in the airports to kind of anticipate the fact that people be flipping out and beating each other up over masks in airports or because they didn't get in the line fast enough. Huh? We're going back to normal. We're not. This was that would even even though the fact that we and I've said this, we've never were normal. That was never even part of our normal. And and this week, holy fuck, there's a they, you know they they're having trouble. Everything I've heard from my friend Kathleen, it's been a, a kind of a horror show in terms of getting uh, airline tickets straightened out. And you can't really at times get online to do it, and you have to. Be, talk to somebody on the phone, and they may call three hours later. It is madness. It is total fucking madness. But it was a perfect space flight today, and one couldn't ask, because, boy, did they, was there a line there? For all six of them, did they have to go through the TSA? Huh? It's, it's, and, then, and then get on a plane with 300 people? No, there was like six of them. You know, it's unbelievable. You know, because you you know the actual space. You're not going to you're not going to you know to be flying to uh, you know Boise. You're going to the edge of space. There's no direct flights to Boise anymore. <laughs> it's too much pressure on our system to have a direct flight to Boise. We are really in the midst of. I, I mean, for fuck's sake, the the weather is psychotic at this point. Four of the Last two weeks, four days in the last two weeks, we've had a heat advisory here in New York, and that is never a treat. And a lot of the times we don't get a heat advisory, and it's just like a press it. Just walk around, oh, God, I can barely breathe. Your tongue swells, you want to lie down on the side. It's awful. But this was heat advisory shit. And if you were in uh, fucking out there in, uh, in, we'll get into it, in Portland and in Seattle, holy fuck, not on a stick, 116, 130 in the, I guess, the the Mojave, I guess it was in that, the, the, almost the hottest it ever has been recorded on the planet. And here, then it was after the heat advisory, then came a storm of epic fuck proportions. Well, they're... Oh, boy, we're going to get to the stars. And meanwhile, in a subway station here, you couldn't get through the because it was you couldn't get through the station because it was flooding and people were walking through it. Walking. I mean, it was like, you know, up to your fucking chest. People were walking through it to get on a train. You know, wow. Anyone who's just walked through the subway knows that it, it, it couldn't have been. Uh, uh, it, ooh, uh, uh, the smell, everything, too much. Now they're going to work on it. We don't have an infrastructure problem. No, no worries. Three billionaires going into space, but don't worry about the infrastructure. Uh, uh-uh. uh. These people need this money so we can go into space. That's why. That's why. And I, do I begrudge them the money? No. But should they be asked for? Uh, you know, uh, uh, do you mind paying your fair share? Because even paying their fair share, they'd still be able to do what they fucking were doing. Okay. And then still have money left over to buy houses and get whatever kind of divorce Bezos had and whatever, you know, whatever Musk is doing. They can do whatever they want. Still, even paying their fair share. Okay? So stop it. I'm fucking leaveable. We're not going to get it. You know, it's just amazing. We're up there. 
looking at the edge of tomorrow. And meanwhile, down here, we can't get out of yesterday. No, Mm -mm. not even close. We're mired in it. We are fucking mired in it. We can't even, we don't even, we got people fighting science every step of the way. I wonder what, I wonder if they believe, I wonder if the fuckers who didn't get the vaccine and don't believe in science anymore, if they believe that that plane actually, that was a, you know, well, we didn't see the plane, it it disappeared and then it came back. So I don't think it went anywhere. Unless we see it, we don't really know. So I don't really buy that. We're not getting out there. These people are lying to us. It's extraordinary. They're being told over and over again, it's week after fucking week after fucking week. Okay? They are, they are, people are rolling in to the hospitals, Springfield, um, and uh, in Mississippi, and in, uh, in, in you know, it just, there's a, a, a number of cities where uh, it's like a different world. And, they, and they're told. You know, you can't really, when you don't want to tell them, you don't want to tell them there's, you know, I listen to these arguments every day. I don't know how you approach these people. Uh, you know, well, I'm waiting to see. It's over. There's not waiting to see anymore. It's over. Okay. It's pretty much been proven. It works. All right. And uh, it's 99.5% of the people who, uh, who, who didn't get the vaccine are going to the hospitals. 0.5% are people who got the vaccine, but they are uh, have immune problems or, or very, very old, and, uh, and just a flu might uh, be more than they can handle. There, there, are, there are super elderly. Uh, I'm, I'm rolling in that direction. Um, Boy, and they certainly don't believe in climate change, even though this these temperatures. Now, I have said time and again, when, when people say, well, you know, well, look at these temperatures. This is, can't be, uh, you know, summer's in, before now. You know, you look at this temperature, it's 110 here, uh, and uh, it shouldn't be 110. And we're, you know, this is in using weather from time to time as the proof of the fact that we have climate change. So we, that's tough to do. Just because, you know, the weather report on Thursday, I don't think is proof. But here, interestingly enough, if I may uh, may take a moment to read from, uh, from an article I just saw, which, and this will be my act. Um, you're only going to hear the information and then eventually people go, wow, that was a funny bit <laughs> when I find it. The extraordinary heat wave that scorched the Pacific Northwest last week would almost certainly not have occurred without global warming. Would not have occurred without global warming. An international team of climate researchers said on Wednesday, this past Wednesday, international uh, team, that's a team, that's a group of them, of people who actually research climate. (laughs) Yeah. So when you're sitting there reading uh, from... uh, Facebook or uh, wherever you find whatever nonsense you've got about what you think uh, climate change is. There are people who are actually involved in this uh, who don't make shit up. 
Um, and don't make money off of this. All right. It's not like them saying this and they go, wow, you know, if I say this, I'm going to. Yeah. It's not like the guys who said, boy, if you smoke, you're not going to get lung cancer. Not those fucking scientists. Temperatures were so extreme. Okay. Uh, it was 121 in British Columbia. I missed that. And I've been up there and it is not in the summer. It is not. It doesn't even get that near that. They didn't even, a lot of the people up there didn't even have air conditioning, for fuck's sake. Wow, wow, wow. Um, the temperatures were so extreme that the researchers had difficulty saying just how rare the heat wave was. But they estimated that in any given year, there was only a 0.1% chance of such an intense heat wave occurring. 0.1% chance. Um, less than if you were vaccinated <laughs> wanted to stay out of the hospital, which is still low. It's 0.1. Although it was a rare event, and here's the kicker, guys. I know that some of you, I know some of you who listen to me think that climate change change is bullshit. And you know what? It's not. Sorry. Mm -mm. Go back. Book after book after book for a long time. All sorts of things that have kind of been telling us. All sorts of stuff. Animals tell you. Yep, they come up when I was, I did a safari. Maybe I'll talk about that on the tour. When I did my safari, which I didn't really get a chance to start talking about because of the pandemic. And many of the zebras would come up to me and go, "Uh, Lou, there's really global warming. And I go, I didn't know a zebra could talk. And they said, why do you think we have stripes, you fucking moron? Okay. And uh, I don't know where the joke is there. I'll find it. Lord knows I'll find it. And I only have another 12 or 14 days before I got to be back on stage. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, come on, come on out to Chautauqua. And you can see the career end. Just ooh, you, you never, you know, for many of you, I was, I was saying this to Kathleen, you, you rarely get to see the arc of someone's career. It's a real opportunity. You were there at the beginning. You were there at the end. Although it was a rare event, it would have been virtually impossible. What happened in uh, Portland, that this heat wave would have been virtually impossible without climate change, said Geert Jan von Oldenburg Oldenburg of the, and these people I really trust, the Royal Netherlands, Netherlands place I've spent a lot of time, seriously, in the course of my career. The Dutch aren't fucking around. They speak, all of them speak 42 languages. Um, the Royal Netherlands Meteorological Institute. Well, that was fun to watch me get through that one. Meteorological Institute, who conducted the study with 26 other scientists part of a collaborative group called World Weather Attribution. So there you go, guys. What can I tell you? It's real. And for the first time, at least that I've seen, uh, scientists are actually telling us that the the weather itself proves it. And uh, the storms coming in and all of that. That isn't mentioned there, but I've been hearing that too. you know, and then we, you know, that's the, it's, it's been that thing, you know, when the, the fires occur. This was a, once in a 
once in a lifetime. Now it's once every four minutes. You know, we got to kind of start dealing with it. I love the fact that there's so many people who worry about their children paying the bills and then, uh, you know, and boy, they, you know, we're spending too much money. If you don't spend some of this money, guys, they're, you know, the kids won't have to worry about paying the bills because there be no bills to we won't have to worry about. There's no bills that will have to be paid because there'll be nothing there to, to pay. There'll be, uh, you know, Lake Mead's running out of water. It's hard to pay for something that isn't there. Um, and so it goes. God, I start these things and I don't think I have anything to say. And then all of a sudden I'm ranting like a lunatic. Um, just a few things before we go. Uh, maybe less than a few. And um, if I read this last week, I'm sorry. Should be read, it should be read every week. Brandeis University, where I almost was, I was actually accepted there for a theater. Uh, when I was thinking of going to graduate school, I was accepted at Brandeis and then uh, the other place, the Ivy League place. <laughs> The, the drama school. Um, and uh, the Brain uh, the Nash University is advising faculty not to use the term, this is spectacular, trigger warning. Because the word trigger, uh, having gun associations, may itself be triggering. So now, because they we've got this new thing at colleges, which makes no, I'm sorry, really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, you know, this, and because maybe, or, or maybe uh, we, there's other ways to deal with this in a classroom before they end up in a classroom where they might uh, have problems because of trigger warnings. It, it's, um, <laughs> You can't, you can't prep the kid. You can't go, here comes a trigger warning because the kid, oh, trigger! Which, to me, because of my age, is the name of Roy Rogers' horse. So it would be a warning about um, Roy's horse, which I think may even be stuffed. Uh, a newly updated oppressive language list. Wow, we've gone from, um, you know, profanity, to oppressive language. How is language just can't be seen as oppressive unless it's used in a fashion to oppress people or to lie to people or to make shit up. Uh, but they also are discouraging at Brandeis, which now makes me happy I didn't choose to go there, the use of the terms killing it. So even if I have a good show, um, to uh, talk, why well, won't be able to say I killed it? Who the fuck mixes that up? Okay, if you say, you know, I'm killing it here. No, everyone should know that you're not um, killing something. Okay, I just think that it's so far away from that act of murder. It's telling jokes and people laughing, or. Um, you did something really well, or you had, uh, you know, two home runs, or you're doing really good at Scrabble. And the other one, <laughs> take a shot at. 
I'm not even going to explain that. I don't got that time for that. I don't. It's time to move on. It's time for me to, to go really uh, make myself insane and watch soccer. God. Italy plays England today. Um, I'm surprised. Uh, or maybe... Uh, and maybe Jeff uh, Bezos will land his rocket there or, or Elon Musk. Just as kind of a thing to top what we saw today. Um, I'm sure we'll get film of that. I haven't seen that yet. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, I think you're going to uh, get a kick out of a lot of the rants that we came in and rolled in this week. Uh, they're always good. It's always a pleasure to read them. I always, as I say, Hope I do him justice. And uh, it's been great to spend time with you. I didn't think I had the, uh, I had enough to say, but I, I, and I probably didn't. I think I repeat myself 50 times and really never get to the point. But I couldn't be happier than to be doing it with you. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for putting up with me. Uh, it means a lot. And, uh, and hopefully as uh, the year rolls on, I'll be seeing all of you down the road. Please take care. The best. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Here's a rant that came out of our recent celebration of the 4th of July. Please withhold my name as I am, as, as far as I can see, the only sane person in a small rural town of 1,200 in a Great Plains state and would be easily recognized. Well, it's the 4th of July, and I have finally had it. Any object can be turned into a symbol and then warped and twisted to the point where it really loses its meaning. Case in point, the American flag. They're flying everywhere here today. So I'd be okay with that if I didn't know these people. But I do. There's not a real patriot in the bunch. They're simply parroting the QAnon delusions. I've heard shit come out of their mouths that should land them in a mental ward for psychotics. Well, here's a new news flash, cucumbers. <laughs> Waving an American flag doesn't make you a patriot any more than me. Standing in a garage makes me a car. 
You've twisted the meaning of the word to a point where I'm starting to find it offensive. So double fuck you for making our word and the flag a lie. Just to add the topping to the cake today, someone tied a huge flag for the disgraced ex-president, not from their yard, but from a publicly owned street sign along the highway. You people need to get this through your heads. He lost. He lied to you. Nothing is going to change that. In fact, it's been proven in court. What, over 60 times now? Not one or two or five, but 60. And you're still dumb enough, gullible enough, ignorant enough to believe anything he tells you. What the fuck is wrong with you? The flag is now meaningless in my mind. So thanks, you ignorant morons. And no, the, dis- the disgraced ex-president is not coming back in August. Jesus H. Christ, what planet are you people living on? It certainly isn't the planet of analytical or critical thinking, intelligence, logic, or truth. My ancestors served in the armed forces, clear back to the Civil War. Several went to war in both World War I and World War II against the very thing you treason weasels are trying to foment today. They'd be rolling in their graves today if they saw this, and rightfully so. Thousands upon thousands of good men gave their very lives to see to it that the bullshit you espouse would never come to America. Yet here you are, opening the door and ushering it in. A certain German dictator would be so proud of you. So, to sum it up, thanks for ruining the 4th of July. Thanks for ruining the meaning and symbolism of our flag. And most of all, thanks for exposing to the world who you really are. God damn it. If you're going to display an American flag, act like a real American. Thanks, Lewis. I've wanted to get that off my chest for a long time now. Well, I'm glad I was able to help and, uh, and well put. I, I mean, a lot of this stuff makes me wonder. Certainly does. Used to keep me up at nights, but I don't have the energy for that anymore. <laughs> it just kind of takes me more towards a stroke. Thanks for sharing that. And no, I won't mention your name. Ever. Shh. This comes to us. Uh, I'm taking a guess here. It's my first guess and my only one. Michael Uckman. I hate it when people leave their shopping carts in the middle of the lot. Seriously, what the fuck? There are fucking spaces throughout the fucking lot for you to put your fucking cart. How the fuck do you not see them, you lazy fucking assholes? I mean, every time I go shopping. It's the same fucking thing. I've seen it so bad where five carts were occupying almost four spaces. And you know what? There was a fucking cart return fucking five feet away. Huh? Are you fucking kidding me? A fucking cart return area 
five feet away? Get the fuck off your high horse and put the fucking cart where it belongs instead of leaving it in, a, uh, in parking spots so people can't park there. But no, our society is brimming with lazy fucking bitches and assholes who think they're too important to walk an extra five feet to put their fucking cart where it belongs. People who leave their carts anywhere but the designated areas could have to pay a fucking fine. And if they keep doing it after that, then maybe we should just cut their nuts off. Hmm? And maybe then they'll have some fucking respect for people other than themselves and put their fucking cart in the proper receiving area that's fucking five feet away from them. God, I hope you enjoy reading this rant as much as I enjoyed writing it because I definitely needed to get this off my chest. Well, I enjoyed it, Michael. I'm always amazed that... Uh, I think this is the second rant about uh, the, sh- the shopping cart dilemma in this country. It's really unbelievable. Um, and I wonder if they can even get people to work now getting the... the 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 cart's back, which would mean it's even worse for you. So you just must be flipping out. Well, I hope it helped take a little, give you a bit of a breather, Michael. And uh, it is unbelievable. I don't know if we need to cut their nuts off. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> but it is amazing how we return uh, after the madness to, to find... Uh, that there's still things that just make us just as fucking mad. Thanks, Michael. This was uh, written by Annie H. A bit of a rant. Not so much about her dilemma. You'll see. Hi, Louis. I'm writing this to lament about my sister, who is a much more patient individual than myself. For the last six years, she's worked for one of the major consulting firms in our country. I probably shouldn't mention names. Probably a good idea. Trying to balance obligations to her friends, family, and long-term boyfriend with an employer that seems to gradually turn more and more into Satan Incorporated. This rant is inspired by their latest endeavors. The whole thing started in March when they announced that they would not be paying out yearly bonuses to those that work less than nine months of 2020 on external contracts. Well, fair enough, everyone thought, until it was revealed that management bonuses would be at a record high as they'd save so much money on not having to do social events, not paying for office space, etc. People were fuming. But all that seemed to come out of it were some angry posts on their internal web page. Then, in early May, they announced that they were laying off people due to the lack of new incoming deals. This happened parallel to the goddamn country opening up again after a year of COVID at a time when the news were brimming with Good news about the economy. This really pissed people off. But despite even a few news outlets grabbing a hold of this and writing articles condemning their behavior, no, no change from management. Now, just a few days ago, my sister received an email from her boss. The boss, the boss, (laughs) the boss informed his team that he'd be on vacation the next three weeks. 
unreachable unless in life or death situations. He then followed up with saying that he'd checked everyone's performance metrics and that certain named individuals, he said this in a holiday message, mind you, had been underperforming this last quarter, not delivering on invoice time spent on customer projects. To remedy this, he suggested that those people should do some work, even during their upcoming holiday, logging on in the evenings or whatnot to answer emails, and thus charging the customers for work time. Is it just me who thinks this type of corporate behavior is unacceptable? I've begged my sister to consider changing jobs, but she has never worked anywhere else than this company and thus thinks this is the way everything's supposed to be. Whew. Now that sucks for your sister. And uh, it's good that you got it off your (laughs) chest for her, Annie. Um, It's unacceptable. Of course it's unacceptable. It's madness. It's just really, it's extraordinary. And uh, I mean, you come out of a pandemic and you hope that the behavior changes. One would think that, uh, you know, that they certainly would have, uh, you know, not given themselves (laughs) major major bonuses at a time when... (laughs) And and let go people from the, I, I I just it's just so typical, and it's always kind of well, that's the right best of sense, you know. Blah, blah, blah. That somehow somehow that's like the morality the immorality at times in business is acceptable, and yet uh, the uh, the federal government when it tries to do what is right, be it whatever. I'm not talking about. Uh, the, the Democrats and the Republicans. I'm just talking about a uh, someone who works a government job who's trying to get something done properly, and, and they get screamed at, and they don't make enough. There's something wrong with the the feds. That this is oh, this is fine, you know, no problem here. Oh boy, thanks, Annie. I'm gonna have to go take a nap. I'm a little irritated now. This rant comes to us from MJ Meyer. Uh, She sent in her name, but I'm uh, I'm using the initials in order to protect her uh, so that she can, uh, if she wants to keep her job, I don't want her to lose it after sending in such an explosive rant that I don't want her to get into trouble. But let me just say, MJ, if you want me to, uh, to attach your name to this, I will next send it in. Tell me to do that, uh, and in next week's rantcast, I will I will mention your name for sure because this is a splendid, splendid piece uh, that needs to be read and needs to be heard. Hello, I work in a nursing home in the personal care unit. It's a thankless, low-paid bullshit job. The home has stupid signs outside of the building. Heroes work here. Kiss my entire ass whose ever idea it was to put them there. I was employed during the pandemic, but I didn't get any extra money like those who got to stay home and collected that extra $600 while I got dick. My rant is about the CEO and his corporate minions 
that received the COVID vaccine a month before we did. They all worked from their homes and never once did any of those bastards come in to the home, but decided it was best to be vaccinated a month before people who actually were taking care of COVID positive residents. I had them coughing in my fucking face. The only protection I had was a one-time disposable N95 mask, which I had to wear the same dirty, gross mask for two weeks. You know what happens to frail elderly people when they get COVID? Biblical. Herculaneum. Diarrhea. Herculaneum. That's wonderful. Biblical Herculaneum diarrhea. The CEO thought giving us cleaning supplies, well, that was not in the budget. That's So all we had was one-ply toilet paper to clean up shit off of the walls, off the damn floors, and off myself. But knowing that the CEO was safe at home, dicking around in front of his computer, I wouldn't have even been pissed off about the whole fucked up situation until that cunt of a CEO came in last week wearing an N95 fitted mask that we were told that the home couldn't afford even if they were available. I hope and pray that there are long-term side effects of the vaccine, but that it only affects CEOs, such as their dicks falling off. He was doing a tour of the home before he went on a vacation to goddamn Hawaii. Fuck you, CEO, man. I hope he gets diarrhea and shits his pants on the plane halfway to Hawaii. Wow. That literally just came in two days ago. Um, Wow. I'm stunned by that. MJ, I really want to thank you for it. Uh, Also using the, uh, the, using the word word cunt and applying it to a man, I think is always special and important because it's not really, it's, I think it, um, it goes uh, beyond male and female. It describes, uh, you know, and it describes it's something bigger than uh, that. It's got no sexuality to it. Cunt's a cunt. <laughs> and that always, I always enjoy getting to say that word when I didn't really, you know, use the word. And, uh, you know, that I didn't say it. I've said it a few times on stage, but it really you had a right to say it, uh, considering. And that they, that uh, not cleaning supplies. I mean, it's what enrages me is, as I've talked about this in the Rantcast before, my mother is in, you know, as in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, in a place which has independent living, assisted living, um, and it has a memory care unit and the and folks in, in, in uh, the independent living are living way, way longer so that many of them have 24 seven care and, uh, uh, or certainly extra care, uh, they're living way longer than they should. And they, and the, the, the worst thing that is going on in this country, one of the worst, is uh, watching the way in which we're uh, taking care of our, uh, the, our elderly. And um, 
because these people are, uh, corporations are buying and flipping these things. So the, my mother's company was bought by another company. And these people have given more of a shit about, um, you know, basically renovating the place than the, than, than really in terms of the, the care and treatment of the, of the folks who are there now. They just came out of the fucking pandemic. And these idiots um, started before the, the pandemic was finished. Um, and all of them were finally uh, vaccinated. And these idiots show up and leave uh, all sorts of doors open. There's no real security that was there. There was, it was They didn't really have uh, the proper protocols in place. So it's just been a level of madness that's gone on there. And, um, and, the, uh, and, the, and the folks who finally could, after a year in change, uh, yeah, the one bit of sanity that they could have, which is being able to see each other again or gather together again or eat together again, in, in part was taken away from them by this. And it's they're just slowly, slowly getting back to it. Very slowly. It's disgusting. So thanks for sharing that so that I could get that shit off my chest, too. And what you do is tough. Uh, and... Um, I only hope uh, these these fucking idiots out there who run these companies uh, and that my generation that's facing uh, those those uh, four walls in those places fucking gets it together and laws are put into place and that the folks like yourself get paid properly for it. I got to go. Got a phone call. Could be my mom. Claudia Reese is pissed and has the exclamation points to prove it. A record, I think. The U.S. military needs to burn down its zero-tolerance weed policy. Are you fucking kidding me? You really think the American people want a bunch of fucking potheads in the military? No, we don't. If you can't keep from smoking weed, we don't need you in our military. Go work at McDonald's or your local thrift store for decades. The military has become softer for pussies like you, and I'm sick of seeing it. You can either smoke weed or join the greatest military on earth. The choice is yours. However, since you're crying about not being able to carry a weapon and smoke weed, I'd rather you stay on your fucking couch playing video games than eating Cheetos. Fuck you. Kind regards, your friendly neighborhood army vet. <laughs> Thank you, Claudia. I hadn't really thought this issue through. <laughs> I will now. Uh, you're pissed. I don't blame you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, this one comes to us anonymously, and I, I think you'll see why. It's a story that's been told a few times in its own in its own way about families, families that have been kind of uh, breaking apart over uh, over what's been going on over the past year and change. Ooh. The insanity is coming home to roost. I haven't seen my family since Christmas 2019. 2020 came, COVID hit, and I missed all those family holidays. 18 months later, I get my vaccine, and after the two-week wait time, I invite my family to visit. I know they hadn't been vaccinated, but I miss them, 
and I'm willing to take the risk to see them. My brother and his family are anti-vaxxers. I don't agree, but whatever. My mother is 80 and a Fox News watcher. She hasn't received her COVID vaccine because her doctor told her she was healthy and didn't need it. Her doctor told her this. I'm repeating that, that it was her doctor. What the bloody hell? That, that's for another rant. Well, yes, and send that in. After inviting my family, I get a call from the brother who tears me a new one, that him and his family aren't going to put that poison into their bodies. He thanked me for being a guinea pig for the government. Before they visit, he said, there were some things he needed to get straight. He wanted to know what I was going to do if I get sick. I told him I would go to the doctor. He wanted to know if I was going to tell my doctor about my unvaccinated family. I told him I wasn't going to lie to my doctor. He told me I should tell my doctor it's none of his damn business. He told me he has an issue with me ratting out my family to the government. That contact tracing is Nazism. What the fuck? Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. The word fuck doesn't even cover it. Crazy, cray, 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 cray. Honestly, Lewis, I, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. My family are fairly well-educated ex-New Yorkers, but this shit is beyond my comprehension. Thanks for letting me rant. Signed Anonymous in Washington State. Well, thank you, Anonymous, for sending that in and sharing that story. And I really, I just don't know where they, they gather this uh, stuff together, uh, the, these folks. Um, the members of the family who were fairly well-educated, how they ended up going down that road. Uh, was it because they were locked up for that long? What could it have been? I don't quite get it. When did the government become uh, such a, you know, completely evil? Um, as opposed to inept, as opposed to stupid, as opposed to ridiculous, as opposed to clown-like? Hmm? Um, when did... Uh, Science take a backseat to insanity? I, I don't know, but I'm, there's too many of these stories. And uh, I just, I, I would like to hear at some point, I wish there was somebody out there who would explain, uh, would write in, and I don't think it's possible because I don't think folks like that listen to what I'm reading and stuff and go, well, fuck him and fuck those people. They're crazy. But I wish that someone would kind of explain the logic that allowed them to kind of come through the, the the pinball machine and end up uh, in this kind of bonus thing where you, uh, the clown mouth opens and, uh, you know, sprays glitter on your psychosis. I don't, I don't know. I, I went down a road there, I guess. Thanks for sending me down there. I appreciate it. It was, it's a hell of a story. Tough, tough family visit. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant cast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy. 
or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, <laughs> Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salkin. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.